Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Apple Podcasts. So, Arisha, you and I love escape rooms. We do. We failed two of them in Vancouver. I don't Um, want to talk about it. I was going to say, we didn't do any in Vancouver. That's for sure. If I didn't get out, I didn't do an escape room. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But one thing that we truly just can't escape is the fact that 2023 continues to be the year of breakups and memoirs. Yeah. Hell of a year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, today happens to be another memoir day. And luckily for us, it's the one everyone's been waiting months for, maybe longer at this point. Uh, Britney's The Woman in Me finally dropped yesterday. And it really lives up to the hype as a tell-all because I got to say, Britney is spilling. Oh, 100%. I mean, she opens up about Justin, rehab, her 55-hour marriage, her conservatorship, and somehow there's still so much more she talks about. Like, I know. I know. It's It's making me wonder, should we be writing our memoirs now? Yeah, we really should. The people (laughs) truly need that. (laughs) Give them what they want. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Zifrin. And I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. It's Wednesday, October 25th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop. So it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of. So that's oh, fun. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Sax.com. Sax.com. The NCAA women's basketball had an incredibly successful season, and now your favorite players from the 2023 to 2024 NCAA season will be in the WNBA. To all our veteran fans, welcome back. And to all the new fans joining, welcome to the W. This season, watch as proven legends Brianna Stewart, Asia Wilson, and Sabrina Ionescu continue their dominance, while rookies Caitlin Clark, Cameron Brink, and Angel Reese prove themselves on a WNBA court. The WNBA is redefining basketball on their own terms this season, keeping the game and players front and center while celebrating the intersection of identities and perspectives that align with fans. Welcome to the W. You're in for some world-class basketball. In the Bible, it says your tongue is your sword. My tongue and my sword were me singing. My whole childhood, I sang. I sang along with the car radio on the way to dance class. I sang when I was sad. To me, singing was spiritual. I gotta say, I was just talking to Liam about this before you got on, but audiobooks are truly so slow. I was gonna say, is that the speed with which she speaks? (laughs) I think because with an audiobook, like they're trying to, you know, make a meal out of it and tell the story. Oh, no. And so there's oh, no. that weird pacing. Yeah. But like 
I listen on like 1.4 speed or something because I, I yeah. just, I need the information. Well, that's how I listen to podcasts. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It's like I got to consume it fast. Yeah. And that is Michelle Williams narrating the opening chapter of the audio version of Britney's long, long awaited memoir, The Woman in Me. So Michelle voices the entire audio version uh, after a prologue and an author's note by Britney, which she, of course, voices at the beginning. And in her note, Brittany says it's been heart-wrenching to revisit some of the more challenging moments in her life, which is why she chose not to narrate the book herself, which, you know, we saw this on and just like that. Carrie Bradshaw can't get through that book to save her life. Oh, my God. (laughs) Carrie Bradshaw can't get through a lot of things to save her life. (laughs) That is very true. Um, So I actually started listening to the audiobook yesterday. See, this is why the audiobook comes in handy, because your hard copy still isn't here. I know. And I don't understand. How do you pre-order and it's not, doesn't arrive the day yeah. it comes out? Yeah, that is kind of wild. scam is Simon and <laughs> Schuster running over here? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I will say what I've listened to so far is it's really good. I mean, I'm just now getting to the part where, like, she starts talking more about Justin Okay, I was going to say, how far in are you? Yeah, I think I'm, like, maybe chapter 12 or something. So she's, like, just getting into the stuff about, like, Justin. I'm like, okay, okay. But I had to get out of the car this morning. I'm like, ugh, God, oh. I want to hear more. But, of course, that's the part that's getting of course, the most of course. headlines, you know? But, yeah, so Richie's, we all know this. Brittany and Justin, they dated from 1999 to 2002. And last week, we talked a little bit about how it came out in the book that Brittany had an abortion during their relationship. So she talks a little bit more about it, and she shares that it was an at-home procedure. And she also shares that while she was crying on the bathroom floor afterwards, Justin came in with his guitar to play music. She writes, at some point, he thought maybe music would help. And I don't think anything is so quintessentially a 19-year-old boy than this. I know. I A 19-year-old boy who plays the guitar is like, this is peak behavior. This is right after playing Wonderwall at a sleepover. Like, <laughs> Well, being serenaded is so awkward. I know. It's like, what are you, what do I do with my hands? Like, I, what are you, what's happening? You know? It's like it's the Barbie just... movie, which you haven't seen, but there's like a serenading scene and it's like, it's Listen, just... I bought it. I'm just waiting to watch it with Ross. You still haven't seen it though, so you don't I know, know the reference. I but know. Richie's will know it. Yeah. Um, But in her book, Brittany also gets into infidelity. She says that she knew Justin was cheating on her with groupies and backup dancers during their relationship. She also writes about the time he was caught by paparazzi stepping out with Nicole Appleton, who's from the girl group All Saints. Yeah. A group I've literally never heard of. Really? Yeah. I mean, I might know a song of theirs, but I don't... I was not... I mean... The only girl group I cared about was Spice Girls. Spice Girls. No one else. And rightfully so. But there were other good ones, like En Vogue, TLC... Okay, TLC. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> fine. Okay. I. It's weird because I don't think of them as girl groups. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, that's... But I don't yeah. know what else to call them. <laughs> um, in her book, she writes, it was one of those things where you know, but you just don't say anything. And she says that she let it all go. Yeah. Um, she also admits that Justin was not the only one who was unfaithful. She says she went dancing with her choreographer and friend, Wade Robson, and that they ended up making out. Mm-hmm. Um, which... I know infidelity is infidelity, but when we're comparing, like, making out on a dance floor to, like, banging other people, yeah, it's a little bit different. Well, there was a part right around the same section where 
it was like uh, a friend heard Justin be like, oh, yeah, I hit that last night about someone. But she doesn't say who. She's like, she's like, mm-hmm. you know, famous now. She's married with kids. And I don't want to, like, put her on blast. And I'm like, who is it? I put her on know. blast. I want to know put everyone on blast. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brittany does also get into some detail about how Justin ended things with her. Let's just say he puts Burger from Sex and the City <laughs> to shame, the wow. infamous post-it ending relationship. Two Sex and the um, City references in one episode. I know. Who are We're we? We're on fire. Yeah. Um, but Justin broke up with her through text mm-hmm. and he sent it or them while she was filming the music video for Overprotected, which is just like Can I say something controversial? I feel like Burgers was worse because Justin's a child. You know, like texting is like, yeah. we were all so stupid back then. It's like, I don't want to go out anymore. In 2002? But he was still young and dumb. I know, but texting back then, like, you had to pay <laughs> per text. No. <laughs> Actually, yeah, 2002. Well, he was rich. He was a boy And bander. it was T9 texting, so you had to, like... The worst. Do, like, <laughs> dun, dun, hit eight three times to get to the H or whatever. I used to be so fast at that. Like, so oh, fast. Yeah. But Burger was an adult. He should have been able to be like, hey, this isn't working. Well, I'm just saying they're both terrible ways to break up. Well, with yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we all know how Justin spun their breakup in the media. He painted her as being this villainous cheating ex mm-hmm. in his music video for Cry Me a River. But in the book, Brittany wrote, I felt there was no way at the time to tell my side of the story. I couldn't explain because I knew no one would take my side once Justin had convinced the world of his version. That's got to be really frustrating. I I mean, we've experienced this to a very, very, very small microcosm scale yeah. where it's like, this isn't accurate. And, I know. But people get that. They're so sure. Even they though can't they can run with it. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. That's got to be brutal. But also because he was cheating on her quite a bit. And for him to, like, make this music video with a lookalike of her and make himself be like, oh, it's like literally cry me a river. Like, seriously. Let's just say that's been removed from my playlist. Oh, I was never. That'll show Justin. (laughs) He'll feel that that for sure. I don't like the end. He loves to, like, take some of his songs and add a bunch of just, like, music at the end. And I don't like it. Like, the song's over. Yeah, we don't have time for that. Next. You're not Beethoven. Um, so I will say it was not all bad with Brittany and Justin. She also includes a story that has now gone viral um, about how in the early days of NSYNC, Justin would try too hard to fit in with Black artists. Yeah, I would say early days and not Maybe that long now? ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Brittany shares a story of the time they were in New York City together. She says, walking our way was a guy with a huge blinged out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. And according to Brittany, what came next was Justin's reply. Honestly, probably one of the best performances of Michelle Williams' career. Oh, yeah. Faux shiz, faux shiz. Genuine. What's up, homie? After Genuine walked away, Felicia did an impression of Jay. Oh, yeah. Faux shiz, faux shiz. Genuine. Jay wasn't even embarrassed. And therein tells his character. He had no shame about it, and he should have had so much shame about it. Just like the fact that Michelle Williams had to say that twice. I know. <laughs> it's so and funny. And delivery both times. Oh, Just, yeah. Foshes, foshes. I know. It's like, oh, man. You got to love One of the it. posts was like, five-time Oscar nominee <laughs> says, oh, yeah, foshes, foshes. And it's like, 
Uh, love it. Love I know. It. I know. So Brittany also talks about some of her other high-profile romances, like the one she had with Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. Colin Farrell back in the day was like, oh my God, Colin Farrell. I forgot about their fling. I did too until recently when everyone was talking yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, she says she had a passionate two-week-long brawl with him. And then there's, of course, Jason Alexander, not to be confused with the one from Seinfeld. Uh, this is the one that Brittany was married to for 55 hours. Yeah, this whirlwind story is permanently seared in my memory. Back yeah. in 2004, Brittany was in Las Vegas with Jason, who was a childhood friend. And on a whim, they decided to get hitched, which mm-hmm. when I'm in Vegas, my whims never involve marriage. No, But same. they do involve buffets. Of course. Um, (laughs) Brittany writes about why she eloped in Vegas. She says, I was just honestly very drunk and probably in a more general sense at the time in my life, very bored. She also says, people have asked if I loved Jason. To be clear, he and I were not in love, which is just like, no. Jason's reading this like, (laughs) I was. (laughs) Like, okay, well. uh." Um, But Brittany does call the marriage innocent fun. Her family did not agree. She said they made her feel like she had started World War III. And as we mentioned, the innocent fun did not last long. Their marriage was annulled after essentially two days of marriage. Yeah. So one part of Britney's life that people have been waiting to hear more about is, of course, her time under the conservatorship. And Britney definitely does deliver that in her book. She writes in detail about how every aspect of her life was controlled by her family, from what she ate, when she went to bed, what medication she had to take— Every aspect of her life needed to be approved by her father, failed gym owner, Jamie Spears. And as Brittany writes, if he found out about something that he didn't approve of, he retaliated in a big way. Yeah. So in 2014, Brittany was in the middle of her very successful Las Vegas residency that I famously attended. Yeah. At the record show. (laughs) Um, And at the time, she was dating Charlie Ebersol, who introduced her to his workout and nutrition regimen, and she started taking these pre-workout energy supplements at his recommendation. Now, Brittany describes these supplements as being over-the-counter and not prescription, but she does not mention the name of them in the book, which is honestly for the best. We don't need more of this shit out there. Yeah, some of it's probably not even around today, if I had to guess. I know, I know. That stuff just changes all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the book, Brittany shares that when Jamie found out, he forced her to go to rehab to one of many treatment facilities she was sent to during the conservatorship. She says she spent a month at a facility in Malibu where she was surrounded by a lot of serious drug users. She writes, I was scared to be there by myself. She called her father horrible for throwing her away in a place with crack and heroin addicts, which is just like, how are you going to do that? I mean, I feel that I say that about everything Jamie does, but like, yeah, well, he's also such a hypocrite. It's like, you know, don't take these drugs. Take the ones I'm forcing you to take. And Mm -hmm. also make sure Mm -hmm. your body's perfect and I'm going to control what you eat and what you do. It's like, screw this guy. God, I hate him. Yeah, yeah. Well, when it comes to Britney's own drug use, she does say that a lot of it got blown out of proportion by the media. She does admit to using Adderall, which is the drug that's usually prescribed to people with ADHD. Mm -hmm. And she refers to it as her drug of choice at the time. She writes that it was the only thing that worked for her as an antidepressant. And as Brittany put it, she says, I really felt like I needed one of those. Yeah, I bet she did. And yeah, you're essentially in prison in your own home that you're paying for. Yeah. Um, So obviously the book is officially out. I'm really enjoying it. I got it. It's it's interesting to me. Michelle Williams, especially sped up because I'm listening to it sped up. 
yeah. sounds like Britney. And I feel like that's huh. maybe one of the bigger reasons they chose her. Like she has like a little bit of a, like a raspy Britney-esque voice, which is interesting. Well, she's a good actor too. That's true. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm loving the Justin stuff because I oh yeah, I didn't know he was cheating on her so much, allegedly, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like ready to get into the thick of that, like <laughs> more and more yeah. about that. Uh, yeah. What are you what are you looking forward to finding out more about? Just all of it. I know. I mean, it's it's going to be my brother and his partner are coming this week mm-hmm. or today. Yeah. And it's like, listen. I can't hang out with you two. I got to read Britney Spears' <laughs> memoir. I just, I like, I just want to hear or rather read like what she has to say. Cause, you know, yeah. for so long we're hearing everything. We've only heard the media side. We've only heard yeah. her through like what Jamie Spears is allowing to be said or shared. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to dig into this, you know? Yeah. For my own opinions, because I will say, here's the thing about memoirs, and I think we were were talking a little bit about this on Nick's podcast, File Files on Monday. Well, it dropped yesterday, but, um, and I, (laughs) I feel like, you know, with memoirs, we're telling it from our perspective. Like, when I read Harry, Prince Harry's, it was just, sometimes it was like, am I reading a puff piece? And it's like, I think it's really important to read these with like, know where it's coming from. This is their truth, which doesn't make it untrue, but remember that it's. Her truth. It's her truth. And we yeah. all have the right and we all should share our truth. So, yeah. And, you know, she broke records already. Who's surprised? I know. I know. Well, I will say, like, Liam and I were talking about this too. She. Moves... Wow, you're talking to Liam a lot. Yeah. Wow. It's almost like he's trying to be me. <laughs> he is. He, he was actually guzzling milk when we talked. <laughs> um, but, like, she moves through events very quickly, which I appreciate. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't harp on them and for me it's like I just want to know the stories and get to them like I don't need a bunch of fluff Yeah, and I really appreciate like the spacing and pacing of the book so you don't want you don't want a scene to be painted very much you're just like I want the nitty gritty what was said what was done I don't care if it was a blue sky day exactly what was the weather who cares yeah okay literally don't care I don't care what you were wearing just tell me what happened although she does talk about the denim I was gonna say she does talk about the (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Which, honestly, that needs to be brought back. No, it sure doesn't. Let's end there. From Wondery, <laughs> I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Be sure to follow us on socials at Brooke Ziffrin and at Arisha Skidmore-Williams. We love connecting with you. We're also now on video. You can watch our full episodes on YouTube on the Wondery channel. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. 
I thought you said it was going to be boring here tonight. Woo! No! I really hope it would be. But they couldn't love each other more. Surprise! Mom and Dad being totally normal. Wow. So, dinner next Friday, everyone? Wouldn't miss for the world. Dinner with the Parents, Season 1. Stream free only on Freebie.